It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Hello, good evening. Welcome to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This is your spot for love, dating, romance, relationships, and advice from myself, Angie Taylor, and Simon Marcel, our French romantic. Hello, yes, Simon. Yes, bonjour, la belle Angie Taylor. Comment ça va? How are you tonight? I am very well tonight, and how are you, sir? Je vais très bien. I am doing good. Je vais très bien. Yes. <laughs> I love the French lessons I get. Like, it's a little extra add a bonus on the show that we all get is the French <laughs> lessons from you, Simon. Thank you. Um, I wanted to talk to you because off the air, we were talking with our producer, Jill. Yes. And Jill is having a dilemma with one of her friends who is married or in a relationship. Married. married and the married friend is thinking about cheating. When you see somebody close to you, a friend, a relative, getting to the point of blowing their life up on that level, how do mm -hmm. you step in? Do you step in at all? Maybe you want to be the friend that's like, that's not my problem. You figure it out. I don't want to be a part of it. I don't want to be involved. Or maybe you try to save someone who you feel is drowning in a certain place. Do you become a therapist? Do you become um, an outsider in this whole situation? We're going to talk that's to Jill about it. Just the first insight, Angie, you know, it would be like, I think when we invited to the conversation, when we have callers called you and I, they want to hear our answer. If you and I sort of pick up the, the yellow pages and start calling people who haven't asked for our help, I don't think they would want our help. So same well, thing when it comes to friendship. Too. Yeah, that's a great point. And I want to know from Jill, is your friend saying, hey, I want to do this. What do you think? Or are they just trying to vent? Or are they just trying yeah. to like tell somebody? Because... You know, when you're living a secret life or about to live a secret life, you got to tell somebody sometimes, mm -hmm. and it's usually a close friend. So uh, we'll hear the whole story next on The Rendezvous. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Love dating, romance, relationships. You found the place. Mm -hmm. And with all that comes drama and yeah, advice. <laughs> advice from Simon and, our, and me, uh, and Angie. You? So we always talk off the air about things that are going on in our own personal lives, love lives, mm -hmm. hoping to relate somehow to what might be going on in yours. And while we were off the air, our executive producer, Jill, was saying, oh my gosh, I have a friend going through some drama. Mm. And I think this is a great topic because I feel like we've all been in this position at one time or another. So Jill, hello, please tell us your story. I have this friend, and um, she's been married for a while now. Um, I think she doesn't really get the validation she wants from her husband, which is, I think is where this is all coming from, right? How not valid? How is like, she not, not getting validated? He's not very like complimentary of like how she looks. She's a very insecure person in that way. She wants you know validation um, how she looks, how she is. You as look a great. You're wife, so beautiful. Blah, blah. You're amazing. Okay. Exactly. So she he's not really the kind of guy. Who does that for her? So I can mm -hmm. understand she's looking for that outwardly, right? But the thing is, like, she told me she met this guy. They have sort of a work relationship, and he is not somebody that's going to, like, stay around after they hook up, right? It'll be like a one-and-done thing. He's sort of, like, a little bit famous. He's got a little bit of fame. She's attracted to that. He's showing her attention, and she keeps telling me, like, I don't know what to do. Um, you know, he asked me to go out with him. He he wants me to come over, and I'm not sure. And the other night, I guess she did hang out with him, and she ended up, she said she, they just kissed. Mm. So it's heading on, like, a level that is it's obviously... going to a bad place. Yeah, it's going into a very bad place, and I think she's only going to end up getting hurt by this guy, mm -hmm. and she's also hurting her husband. With, so, without him even knowing, but is she asking you... 
for advice or is she just telling you this because she's venting about it and like trying to get it off her chest? What do you think? Do you tell her to do one thing or another or no? I mean, she said it to me in a way where I I don't know how I couldn't give her advice, right? Because she's saying to me like, you know, I don't know. I know this is really bad. I know I'm not supposed to be doing this, but this is how he treats me and blah, blah, blah. So, like, I don't know. She's trying to make excuses. Yeah, kind of. She's putting it out there, like, in case that her friend, you, Mm -hmm. are judging her. Right. She's letting you know, well, this is why. Mm -hmm. Not that it makes it better. Simon, what do you think Jill should do as a friend? Because it's a hard position to be into when you hear your friends say, well, I'm unhappy. I'm not validated. But you also know that maybe they're not handling it the right way. Do you feel like Jill should intervene with her friend and and have that sit down like listen you are not doing the right thing here no until the friend has asked do you think i should do this directly it's the question that invites the person into the conversation giving an answer and advice otherwise i think the best jill can do is listen be a good friend but unless someone asks for help they never listen to the answer that is something i've learned over the years i've learned also to listen as an open ear not to be judgmental I have my own opinions, but unless somebody said, Simon, what do you think? I don't provide advice. So because I just Should think she say to her friend, do you want to know what I think about yes, this? Yes, That would be the best you can do. Yeah, because if you don't want me to tell you what I think, then I won't judge. I'll just listen as a friend. But if you want me to be honest and tell you what I think, I'm going to tell you what I think. I will say to you, Jill, that my husband went through this situation with a friend of his mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. he was straight up with his friend. The reason he was was because he was looking at his friend differently because of his actions. And he was not looking at him in a positive light, the guy he always knew, Mm -hmm. uh, the faithful, honest person. And you can't help but look at someone different when you know they're lying, deceiving on a certain level. And it'll affect your friendship. So let's talk more about that next on The Rendezvous. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Love, dating, romance, relationships can get tricky with your friends involved in it. Simon, we're talking uh, about our producer Jill's situation where one of her friends is openly discussing with her the fact that she is cheating on her husband. And when do you step in? My first reaction has always been now, you step in when you ask to come in the house. You don't walk in somebody's house and say, hey, I got to tell you how to cook your chicken, or hey, I'm going to tell you that the temperature is too high, or you're doing something wrong. You get invited to the conversation. And if you want to even get invited, you might say, like we said earlier, do you want me to step in, or do you just want me to listen? I also want to say that I don't think we should listen to things we don't agree with. So that is something you have the right to do. Let's, Let's say that, Angie, you have a girlfriend says who's married and says something about she's going to cheat on her husband, all right? You can also decide, listen, you don't want my advice, it's cool. I don't want to hear any of this negativity. Like, let's change the conversation because I don't want to be a part of it and I can't hear it. Because it does change your opinion on somebody a little bit. You can't help but feel a certain type of way about it. Yeah, the toxic story intoxicates you too. So You you feel some way complicit. Like, I'm listening to all of this. I feel like now I'm involved in this whole scandal and I don't want to be involved in this. But I want to ask Jill, if your friend who's telling you this story said to you, Jill, I'm going to leave my husband. I'm in love with this guy. Would you then intervene? Well, I mean, I feel like I've been intervening the whole time, but I would think that that is the worst move that she could possibly do. And would it change your opinion of her? And 
it kind of changes how I feel about her. Yeah, and every situation I've heard of cheating is so different, yeah. so more complex, so more deep than just attraction. Oh, there's interest. two sides to everything. Yeah, so it's always way more complicated when married people cheat than much was they tell their friends. Yeah. So let's respect that too. Let's go to the phones when we come back. 855-905-8255. I see people that want to comment. What would you do in Jill's situation? That's next on The Rendezvous. Welcome back. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Love dating, romance, relationships, cheating. Mm -hmm. Sometimes that comes with the territory. We're talking about, as a friend, you find out that your bestie is in a relationship where they have no business being. Maybe they're married and they're cheating. Maybe they're single and they're with a married man. Let's go to the phone, Simon. Mm-hmm. Ella, listening in Chicopee, Massachusetts on Mix 93.1. Hey, Ella. Bonjour, hey, guys. Ella. Bonjour. <laughs> well, so you've been hearing this whole conversation. Are you in this situation? Have you been? And what advice do you have for Jill? Yes. So actually, it's my friend who's been sleeping with a married guy. Okay. It's complicated because he's like technically separated, but they're not divorced. But I don't know if he's going back to her. It's, just, it's a messy situation. And she's like in love with him and he's supposedly in love with her. Mm-hmm. It's messy. And you hear all about it. So what did you have you said anything? Well, the funny thing is she actually didn't want to say anything to me. But then um, she wound up like we were drinking one night and she's like, oh, actually, like, I love him. Ah, truth Um, serum. Truth serum came out. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. I did say something because the irony is that she's always been really staunch against people cheating on people. And I was like, this is the exact thing that you like you're so against and you're doing this now. I was like. You don't know if he's going to go back to his wife or whatever. So I just told her she should just get out of it. Okay. I want to know where your relationship is now. How did she handle that? We'll come right back with Ella on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie, the romantic and the real on your love life. Yes. Um, On this topic, I think, Simon, you and I are very much aligned. And that's when, you know, a friend of yours, a family member comes to you and says, I'm cheating. I'm in a relationship with somebody who's married, whatever it is. That's a tough conversation to have with somebody you love and not judge and also give advice. Or do you even step in at all? And we're on the line with our listener, Ella, who has been hanging on. Mm -hmm. Hi, Ella. Ella says that a friend of hers is in a relationship with a married man. Um, They had the truth serum bottle of wine one night, and it all came out. And then, Ella, you told your friend you disagree with what she's doing. How did that go? Tell us how it went. Um, I think, I mean, deep down, she knows that it's wrong already. You know, it's not like I had to be like, oh, this is morally wrong. Like, she already knew that she wasn't doing the right thing. I think it's just, like, hard to get out of it because, like, I understand what that feels like that to have that attention, you know what I mean? But, like, at the end of the day, like, he's married. Um, so it it didn't really affect our friendship at that moment. I know after we had that conversation, though, she carried on with him for a few months longer. I know that she was a little hesitant to say anything else. Because mm-hmm. I already sort of like poo pooed on the relationship, mm-hmm. um, but since then we we're fine. At, and she's like out of the relationship, so everything's fine now. But it was a little like awkward after that. Um, and a quick question: If she would have stayed in the situation, would that would affect your friendship? Or you think once you've said your piece, and if you don't hear about it anymore, whether she has an affair or not is none of your business, and you just you can be friends because it's just not your problem. 
No, I think it would have affected our friendship because I feel like someone who is able to stay in a relationship with a married man or a married person, that, that says something about their character. I agree. You know? There's a level of deception there. Even though you're not the one that made the vows, I feel like if you're doing it knowing that someone is married, you're morally obligated to make a decision there. And yeah. that does change your opinion. And I sometimes feel like when people do say to their friends, hey, this is what I'm doing, it's more that you're looking for validation from your friends so that you stop the guilt that you have. You want yeah. to tell your friends, well, he's about to get divorced and, you know, he's miserable and, I, you know, he loves me. Like, whatever it is, yeah. you know, there's always a reason behind it. It's not just, hey, you know what? He was hot and I'm just being like, whatever, I don't care. You don't ever say that because you know your friends are going to judge you um, because they love you and they're also going to try to talk you out of it. So I feel sometimes that people are just trying to assuage their own guilt with their friends and get the go ahead to keep going with it. Oh, I completely agree. And the thing is that like most of these times, like in these married relationships, quote unquote, like they wind up going back to their husbands or wives. This is what actually happens in the situation. Like the guy just, he and him and his wife like reunited six months afterwards. He completely cut off all ties with my friend. They stopped talking. He pretended like she never existed. Simon, so, don't you think that's the way it goes? Don't you feel like everybody that says I'm going to leave, I'm going to leave? What do you think the, the percentage of people are that actually leave? I don't know, Angie. I'm more case by case. I mean, I know, I really feel listening to stories of friends of mine who have cheated, some divorced, some stayed together. I don't want to make any ruling anymore. I'm just open minded about the reasons why it's so more complex than just attraction. Is that I know no more have rulings on why people do those things. No rulings, but if it's your friend, your friend that you love, and you see them going down a bad path, like you would stop them from doing anything. If you saw them taking drugs, you would be like, oh my god, this is bad for you. But no one can stop an addict from taking drugs or drinking. No one can stop a cheater from cheating. Only the cheater, the addict, or the person can ask for help. So that's my experience. I haven't changed mm-hmm. my mind. I so just you should know- love unconditionally. Unconditionally. Because who are we to judge? I agree that who are we to judge. And Really? But at the same time, if it's somebody you love, do you not have an obligation to... Try to save them from drowning. You do it once, but you got to remember if the once. person does a throw a hand at you, and cheating is not drawing, by the way. Let's, many people cheat, we're married and are happy. Many people cheat and are not happy. Case by case. Case by case. It's really, Angie, because we've seen people being so much happier after they cheated and be, and we've seen people so very depressed because that happened. Sometimes you have to go through that horrible time to get it better. To but, rebound to a better yeah. husband or wife. Yeah. Uh, Ella, thank you so much for sharing your story. Yeah, and thanks, I, guys. I, And we appreciate you calling The Rendezvous. When we come back, we're going to switch it up to something a little bit lighter, Simon. Okay. Let's do a bonjour Simon Marcel email Ah, just for you. A little French. A little French. Next on The Rendezvous. Welcome back. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Our French romantic Simon Marcel gives uh, amazing advice. And a lot of times, Simon, people don't want to be smacked into reality. They want more of a romantic approach to their issues. Mm -hmm. Hence, the Bonjour Simon Marcel emails for (laughs) you. Yes, we have one that came into simonandangie.com for you from Dorothy, listening in Northdale, Florida on Mix 100.7. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Dorothy. This guy I met on Tinder wants me to come to his place on a second date. Does that mean mm-hmm. he expects to have the ooh-la-la? 
Should I go or not? So the whole date, I guess, is at his place. What do you? I mean, to me, it's blaringly obvious. But Simon, maybe you have a different idea. <laughs> and God knows, I'm I like romance, but this is going to be a romance ulala uh, rendezvous that's going to happen. Dorothy, I mean, and she's right, right on. And I just there's no other way to spin it than it's called a derrière call, a booty call, or whatever we say in America. A derrière call. Derrière I love call. that. And so, so Dorothy, <laughs> I would advise simply to, listen, you're an adult. If you feel ready, go for it. If you think it's going to be a romantic right. date, it's not. But you but have I'll to know you, going in what it is, right? Yeah. So it's a derriere call. That's it, what exactly. It is a derriere call. Very derriere and very derriere. And so. you have to decide whether or not you want somebody around the derriere or not, and then <laughs> make your decision. <laughs> That's it. That's All exactly right. that, Angie. I agree a thousand percent. I might not yeah. have worded it that way, Dorothy, but I agree with Simon. Simon, <laughs> that's why they come to you. I don't know, but I just gave it what I thought it was. And you I thought the it. same thing. Just I did. Way to express it. I did. Well, you know, sometimes the romance and streets speak differently, but I love it, Simon. Thanks for that great advice. And You're he's welcome. a thousand percent right on, Dorothy. All right. Let's take some calls. 855-905-8255. Listeners want some advice on their love lives, too. Yes. Next on The Rendezvous. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Love dating, romance, relationships, advice on all of the above. From Simon mm-hmm. Marcella, our French romantic. And you, a beautiful but very real American woman who is always giving me the reality when I go way out in the clouds of romance. Mm-hmm. Angie Taylor brings me back to reality. Well, thank you, Simon. So, you so. know, it's a Wednesday show. And we're doing something new. Um, So you know how Instagram has like Man Crush Monday, Women Crush Wednesday, Flashback Friday, whatever it is, with Mm -hmm. pictures. We want to do it on the radio. So if you are man crushing on a Monday, we always want to hear about that, uh, what your Monday dilemma is with the band. Also on Simon and Angie on Instagram, you can see beautiful Mm -hmm. Man Crush Monday pictures of Simon. And on Wednesday, pictures of Angie, right? I don't put those up there. Well, they get up there. All these girls here are crushing on me that Jill, our producer, is trying to get with me. I understand. (laughs) Oh, oh, that's a secret. (laughs) That's a secret. But it is Wednesday. And so we want to take calls relating to your woman crush tonight. Mm -hmm. So whether you're a man or a woman, if you have a crush on somebody and you need advice based on whatever is going on with that crush, we are here for you Mm -hmm. and we are ready to go. So let's get a woman crush Wednesday call next. 855-905-8255. That's coming up on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You're listening to The Rendezvous tonight with Simon and Angie. It's Wednesday night. Love dating romance. And since it's Wednesday, woman Mm -hmm. crush Wednesday. And Simon, I want to take some calls. Let's go to the phones. 855-905-8255. What is your woman crush dilemma? I see the line here in Greenwood, Arkansas. I want to pick up listening on B98. Here is Chase. Hey, Chase. Bonjour. Hello. Hey, what's up, guys? My name is Chase. Hi, Chase. Chase. Bonjour. You have a woman crush Wednesday issue you want to ask us about? I do have a um, kind of a, a different situation. So it's a friend of mine. He's a coworker. Um, I've worked with him for about two or three years. And he's a little younger than me, but um, in my job, I'm, I'm mentoring him a little bit. And I recently met his mother. And I got to say, guys, I definitely have a crush on her. <gasps> Whoa. So mm-hmm. you work. So this is somebody you mentor. 
Um, how yeah. much older is mom, would you say, than you? Uh, she's about maybe five or six years older oh. than me, something that really. Okay. Stacy's mom is going, <laughs> going on. Um, and you're wondering if you should approach her? Yeah, I don't. I'm not, I wanted some advice because I've been friends with him for a couple of years, so I don't mm-hmm. know how he would take it. She is single. Um, There's yeah. a divorce a while ago, so. You're, you're also a, kind of an authority figure in his life, but Simon, what would you advise Chase to do in this situation? It's tough. Chase, you have absolutely to read some signs, right? Because I'm always on the side of love and true love, finding love. And so I separate the fact that you are a mentor and the fact that you're also a man attracted to a woman really close to your age anyway. So in that sense, I mean, do you have any sign, do you need feelings that maybe she likes you too? Or let, what indication could you share with us? Uh, she seemed like she was being a little flirtatious. Well, if you, you know, as a great man, eye contact, we were talking. Yeah. She was laughing at my jokes, so That's I good. had yeah. a good feeling about it. <laughs> if you feel as a man that a woman was being flirtatious with you, because I mean, I feel like guys are very obvious about their flirting, and women are a little bit more subtle. That yeah. Simon is right. Maybe if you see a window there, but at the same time, I need you to think. You know, down the road, the guy that you, the young man that you are mentoring, might be your kid. So just put that in perspective. Because that's how women think. We always think way down the road, like, what are the repercussions of this situation if the situation goes down? Chase knows, you know the kid, so, you know, there's a great established relationship between you and him already. I think you should absolutely go for it, but really, in a, in a way, a separate way, I would say, how about we have coffee? I would just go approach that very, just like that, let's have coffee. Not a dinner, not a date, or coffee or drink or something very light. See how she reacts. If you see any form of resistance, hesitation, step back and say some other day, no hurry, hey, right? Just Simon, respect the, yes? I, I just realized he has the perfect in. You want to have a parent-teacher conference with mom. And be like, oh, he's doing so great. Let's have coffee. I can't wait to brag about how great your son is, you know, working under me See, and, and blah, blah, blah. That's, that's confusing to her. I would rather Chase to be a little bit more direct, separate that. But wouldn't it be sexy over coffee if he was like, I was really just kidding because you are what I'm really interested in. I mean, okay. I think your son is amazing, but you, mom. You, you can do that. I would personally recommend to separate the two issues. I guess hey, both get can work. Get in where you can get in. No. Yeah. Either okay. way, we're both saying we're both saying take you know, a chance. Take a chance. Yeah, Jill yeah. is take shaking her head like creeped out. Jill disagrees with us. No? I just think it's a little bit weird. Why? I, Why? Because I, I mean, because it's, it's his, his mom. Kid. That's it's not his, his kid, though. I, she's I a woman. Hey, I'm a mother. Single. A mother is a, a, a okay. sexual being who wants ooh-la-la as well. Just because we have a child doesn't mean that we don't want to have a relationship, Jill. I have a question when we get back. Oh, okay. Well, listen. Um, Chase, don't listen to our producer. Listen to me and Simon. And, you know, yes. find your angle, find your lane, and shoot your shot. Okay? Throw okay. point. I think to you. I do like that direct approach. I think I'm going to employ something yes. like that. It will well, work please- out. I'm dying to know how it goes. And also, I want to know that it went well so we can put it in Jill's face when we find out what her <laughs> argument is when we come back on The Rendezvous Please. next. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We just had our caller on, Chase, saying, Simon mm-hmm. and Angie, I have a question for you. I'm mentoring a guy at work. His mother I met, she's only five years older than me, and I'm crushing on her. Mm-hmm. And Simon, you and I were both like, she's a single woman. 
You know, she's still a, a human being with ooh-la-la needs. Full of life, full of full desire, of life. romance. You're both single. And, We're adults. Go for yes. it. Go for it. Have coffee, the, have a drink. Pick listen, her out. I'm looking at our producer, Jill, the whole time. I can always gauge where our conversation is going by if Jill is shaking her head in disgust or not. And she <laughs> Me was. Me too. Yeah. So I want to know what the problem is with our advice. Well, I just want to know, would you be okay with your friend dating your mom? With you, any one of your a friends? Guy friend? Sure. What uh, somebody that you know that you're friends with dating if, your if mom he is or close to my mother's age? Five then or I would six not years? have a problem. You no. wouldn't have any problem with I your want friend, my mom, and my friend to both be happy if they find it with each other and they find love. I'm all for it. I'm all for finding love where you can find true love because I don't think it happens yeah. very often in life. Simon, I'm speaking your language right now. I know you, you know agree it. with that. Especially in the age range we're talking about, oh, even 10 years. If my mom was single, listen. If it was I'm a intrigued. man your age, you would be probably Oh, like, no, well, that's a very different situation. Exactly. I think the but, but age, Jill, is the, got, the difference. Why, Jill, when you think about your mother or your father, that question upsetted you? Because I don't like to think about my friends and my mom or my dad together. That's very weird. It's somebody that I'm friends with, and then they're going to be with my mom or dad. No. Have you never had a friend of yours date somebody close to you that was maybe a brother or a sister or your best friend or your cousin? No. That's why. I keep everything separate. But you can't control El Destino, Simon. (laughs) Jill is trying to control the universe. You can't stop no. it, Jill. You cannot stop oh, love. All the romance. I'm going to hook up your mom with all my you friends. Better not. Okay, when we come back, Simon, <laughs> let's take some calls. 855-905-8255. I want to hear problems from our listeners. That's next on The Rendezvous. Good evening. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Love, dating, romance, relationships. We're taking your calls for advice right now on any of those mm-hmm. topics. Um, Simon, let's go to Stanhope, New Jersey, listening on Max 106.3. I see Tiana waiting on the line. Hi, Tiana. Bonjour, hey Tiana. Bonjour. <laughs> Hi. Uh, I really need some help on this one. We are really ready to help you. Going crazy or not, being paranoid or not. Well, it's okay. Okay. Well, here's what happened a couple days ago. Um, I hadn't heard from my boyfriend in like two or three days, which was kind of unusual. So I gave him a call. And anyhow, he said, oh, um, I'm out of town on like this business convention. And I, I could have sworn I told you. And it's like he was really adamant. I'm like, I know I told you. I'm sure I told you. Wow. It was almost like kind of weird the way he was like, I know I told you, but he hadn't told me. He was adamant so, about it. Like, how are you crazy? I mean, what do you mean? kind of like a little bit off, uh-huh. like in the last couple of weeks. Things have just seemed a little bit weird looking back. Mm. And I'm thinking that, you know, Maybe he did tell somebody, but it wasn't me that he was going out of town. He's gaslighting you, honey. Like, he's making you think you're crazy. What do you mean? I totally told you. I mean, he acted like he really thought he had. How long have you been dating? Since, like, last October, maybe. So it's a long-term relationship, and he's been gone for two to three days? And you, you know, no contact for two to three days. There's a lot going on here. Mm -hmm. Can you hang on for one second with us? (laughs) Okay. All right, when we come back, Simon, I want your guns loaded because I know you're ready to go. When we come back, Simon (laughs) will tell you what's really going on in this guy's mind next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We're back on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Love, dating, romance, problems, relationship, great things, bad things, advice needed. We are here Mm -hmm. for all of it. Simon Marcel, I'm Angie Taylor. Simon, we're still on the line with our caller, Tiana in Jersey. Hi, Tiana. Hey. Bonjour. 
So Tiana, just to recap, was saying, yeah. I have this boyfriend of long-term boyfriend, six, seven months, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. He's been out of contact for two or three days. I say, mm-hmm. where are you? And he's like, oh, I thought I told you. I was on a business trip. Like, I swear I told you. Like making Tiana think, well, maybe he did. Maybe I'm crazy and I, and I missed it. And you said something feels off. Is that right, Tiana? It doesn't yeah. feel right now. He's it being different. Now. There have been just a few things that have seemed a little bit odd. Okay, Simon, what is going on here? Every woman, Angie, knows that I, I always refer to you intuition. Your intuition is never wrong. I mean, so Chick Tiana, even made a razor about intuition. Come on, we all know <laughs> women have intuition. And so in that sense, what's wrong is the unspoken, the, the play or the spin he's putting on you. And your mind, you know, it puts the doubt, but you know deep down that something is off. And you said there's a couple of things off after that. If I were you, I would just have this conversation. Here's how I feel. Here's what I remember. Here's what happened. And then let him answer and listen to yourself, Tiana. All right. When he speaks, there is something in you is going to go up or down, calm or agitated. Don't say anything. Listen to all the answers, the lies or the truth, and then decide what you believe. I have a question for you, Simon, and you as yeah. well, Tiana. Do you not find it strange, Simon, that for two or three days there was zero contact in this long-term relationship? Oh. Tiana, do you guys not text? Uh, he doesn't text. <laughs> do you call? Do you? How do you communicate normally? I mean, it's by phone. So was he it strange he that... He doesn't like to text because in his business and everything, he really needs to hear people's voice. But, but you're not business so to him. You're not business. You're a relationship. And I know. Texting but he's got is like the this old school phone that is like unbelievable. What, do you, what does he have? A jitterbug? Like texting is the easiest it's like way. A flip phone, but it's... <laughs> still analog. I don't care. Like texting is the easiest way to let somebody know I'm thinking about it you. Is. It takes two <laughs> seconds. I date somebody who goes on the road for a living. If I don't hear from him for a day, even by text, just like I am so busy, I can't even talk. I love you. That's it. That's all I need to hear. I know he's good. Simon, what do you think this means? What it means is that he has, at this stage, a lot to explain. Mm -hmm. But I I believe we're all innocent until proven guilty. That's why the signs are not in his favor. But I will always grant someone always a talk. Without a talk, Angie, we cannot really understand what really happened. So that would be really my advice. I I just the the flags are red. The story doesn't make all sense. Mm -hmm. Your intuition is ringing. But remember, we're all innocent until proven guilty. He deserves a chance to state what happened. Yeah, and you then, in your own judgment, will have the right answer. Stay with him Mm -hmm. or leave him. But I love a great, solid conversation with all the questions put out there. She needs to be very honest. Like, I I feel like something is off. Like, this is not what it normally is. I need to know what's up. And whatever he says, it might be real or a lie. Your intuition is already speaking to you. So at least you have that information. You did your due diligence on your relationship. And now you have the information. And then you can decide whether you should stay or go. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. Sounds like a plan. (laughs) All right. We wish you the best, Tiana. Really. Thanks so much. Thank you. And let us know how that goes. All right. More of The Rendezvous next with Simon and Angie. Thank you so much for listening to The Rendezvous tonight with Simon and Angie. If you missed any of our show on love, dating, and romance, I mean, maybe Mm -hmm. one of our topics tonight connected with you and you didn't hear it. 
And there's some advice that will change the course of your life. I'm talking life-changing course, uh, SimonAngie.com. You can hear our podcast there. We had great topics about what to do when your friend tells you they're thinking about cheating. This was our Mm -hmm. producer Jill's problem. Also, we had a Woman Crush Wednesday call with Chase, who has a crush on his, I guess, apprentice's mother. He's Mm -hmm. the mentor at work. And then we just had Tiana's call about her man and his business trip. He's not contacting her. He's making her feel like she's crazy. Like I told you I was there. She feels like something's off. Something is off. Simon, and you're so good about this, Simon says, part of who you are. Thank you, Angie. I said vibes don't lie, meaning that when you feel something There is a reason why, and you have to respect the why and ask the question of why. The worst you can do is betray yourself when you have those vibes and suddenly ignore them forever because it's uncomfortable. We so often, Angie, forget to ask the questions because we are afraid of the answer. How many times have we had that icky feeling like that something was off and we just dismiss it like I'm being crazy? And, mm-hmm. and we have to take that as a cue. And I love that. Vibes don't lie. Hashtag vibes don't lie. Put it on a T-shirt. Put it on a hat. You get a tattooed on tramp stamp it. I don't care. I think that's amazing. Thank and you, that's Angie. something to live by. Thank you, Simon. Um, you can find us anytime, simonandangie.com. Send us an email. Check out the podcast. Also, Simon and Angie. The show doesn't stop when we're off the air. You can talk to us about anything there, too. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Always mm-hmm. On the iHeartRadio app, Simon and Angie, search that. Thanks for being with us tonight. Until tomorrow, thank you. Bonne nuit, Angie. Bonne nuit, Simon. The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor.